Welcome back to Therapy Insiders Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Well, if you've been following regularly, you know we've been on a little bit of a of a hiatus. We've been incredibly busy all over the place from UpDoc to really what this episode is about, which is Recharge. Recharge is a new business venture that I started along with our guest on this podcast, Dr. Ryan Smith, and partner in crime, Dr. Ben Fung from UpDoc Media. Recharge is a combination of physiotherapy, CrossFit, and mindfulness coaching all under one roof and all kind of flowing together. And um, since we started, there have been a lot of questions about Recharge because it's, it's a pretty cool idea that a lot of a lot of you that are clinicians have been intrigued with. Um, so it's kind of breaking down the silos of, of looking at people as as diagnoses, as codes, um, and looking more at more of a holistic, I know that the term is, is kind of uh, cringeworthy to some people, but it really is just really getting to know people and, and treating them that way. So last we spoke with Ryan, he started his own practice right out of school. He had a, a sublease a physio practice in a CrossFit box. And then we had a different conversation um, during a follow-up call, and that conversation really led to a full shift in his trajectory. And he's going to share that story. He's going to tell you what happened during that conversation and what led him to to recharge and to where we are now. And I think you'll, you'll really enjoy the story, and I think it'll resonate with a lot of you, especially a lot of you that are younger clinicians or still in school that uh, stuff like this is possible and it's yes it's a lot of work and um, yes uh, failure is definitely possible and an option and all those things are scary absolutely I mean that but that's normal that's normal with any business and any startup and I think one of the key points that that Ryan makes in this episode is is about team and how he didn't realize how important a team is versus being a solopreneur just just kind of going at it with on your own and that's a lesson I learned as well over the years um, from many failures that I've had it's one, once you have that team together um, the the potential and of to to succeed and have opportunities really evolve is is so much higher than doing it by yourself and it's just a lot more fun so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, I think it's it's very powerful and um, insightful. Let's get into this episode of Therapy Insiders Podcast with guest Dr. Ryan Smith right after a word from our sponsor, WebPT. It is that time of the year. My favorite physical therapy business-focused conference is finally right around the corner. Ascend event is coming to D.C. September 29th and 30th. And check this out. This year... Just like last year, WebPT and UpDoc Media are partnering to give away two tickets. Here's what you have to do. Take a 10-second video and share it either on Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter or all the above and tag UpDoc Media and at WebPT with the hashtag AscendEvent. Let us know why you want to attend this awesome business conference and hang out and learn from some of the brightest and most innovative minds in the physical therapy business landscape. The keynotes are going to be awesome. And yours truly will be presenting, doing a presentation at Ascend, talking about business innovation and integrating various platforms such as what we do here at Recharge. Really excited. You know I've been talking about Ascend for a while. Definitely one of my favorite physical therapy business conferences. Now you have a chance to win two tickets. 10-second video, tell us why you should go, be creative, have some fun, tag AdWebPT, at UpDocMedia, hashtag AscendEvent. Can't wait to see what you come up with. And now let's get into Therapy Insiders Podcast with guest Dr. Ryan Smith talking about Recharge.
Hello, welcome back to Therapy Insiders Podcast. Dr. Gene Siraka brought here with Dr. Urson Religioso. Urs, que paso, amigo? Oh, doing great. How about you, Gene? Doing well, staying busy, you know, hustle, hustle yes. and grind, as we you say. You have been before. busy. I, welcome back for sure. It's been a while. And it's been a while. We, we've... Um, we had a little hiatus, t- taking a little break. Um, last podcast we did with uh, Jen Escare, which um, which has been great, it's great reception. Jen's doing really cool stuff uh, with her with her business and her Instagram. Um, so it's been uh, it's been cool. And her handstands, handstands going upside down. She's literally flipping the world upside down, which was the the title of the episode. Uh, so shout out to Jen. Uh, follow her at. Uh, what is it, Jen? At Doc, Doc Gen Gen, Fit. Doc Jen Fit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so check her out on, on, on the IGs, as uh, as the kids like to say it. Um, I think she's over 300,000 followers at this point. Easily. Easily. But speaking of Jen Urson, you know, we, we, we're going down the, the route of young clinicians, the business-minded, really looking at the world of healthcare and physical therapy um, and fitness in a new way by kind of integrating it all and, and bringing it to the mainstream and, and as, as a physio leading the way in the fitness world as well, which I think we're, we're very well suited for. And um, our guest, our, our, our guest that, that we're bringing back to kind of uh, see where his journey has been, which took a, a very, uh, very sharp right turn after our last podcast, um, is doing that as well. So let's, uh, let, let's get him on here. All right. Yeah. Ryan Smith. Ryan Michael Smith, ATC, right? <laughs> DP. Yeah, there's a, there's a physical therapy, I think, letter in there, too. Yeah, he's DPT now. I think the last time we followed Ryan, what our plan was, was to see how his business was growing. And we did that episode. Then the six-month follow-up and then the 12-month follow-up to see all the growing pains that happened. Only we never really did those episodes, so... <laughs> There's a reason for that. Oops. Yes, there is a reason for that, and I think that's probably the topic of this whole episode. So, yeah, at six months, just tell us a little bit what happened. What Ryan, the hell happened, Ryan? What, yeah, what happened, happened at six months? At six months, what, well, what was happening? You know, there was this guy named Urson who missed the appointment time for the podcast for the six month. Oh, was that six uh, months or twelve months? No, that was. I think it was six months, or well, technically both at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. at the six-month follow-up, as he is missing the appointment, and which I'm already on the air with Gene, uh, Gene and I just start talking, not recorded, um, and one thing led to another, and three months later, I moved to Maryland to be a part of a startup called Recharge. All right. That's the nitty-gritty of. It. <laughs> well, I, I so love being a catalyst. What would have happened? What would have happened oh. if I actually made that podcast? Who knows? Um, I, who knows? I'd still be in Columbus, Ohio, potentially. Bartending and doing physical therapy? Yes. Bartending and doing physical therapy. Right. Let's not Which forget, is a sweet one, two making punch. it old-fashioned is a life skill that lasts a lifetime. Yeah, there's actually, there's actually not too much of a difference, right? In a way, every PT is like a bartender. you got to listen to everyone's story. I, I would agree. Except for you could do something about it as a PT. You could actually do something about it as a bartender, too. You could, right. The bartender might, might be, be more, more rapid solving research. problems. Might be more research behind the bartending than the PT. Who knows? Ooh, shots fired. Ooh, shots fired. All right, so Recharge. I mean, I've been hearing a lot about this, been following you guys on social media, doing a lot of fun stuff. Tell tell us what uh, how that came to be, other than you guys talking about it on a podcast that I didn't show up for. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> start with the with the kind of the backstory of, of our little chat a little bit, and really what what sparked the whole. Let's get you over to Maryland. Yeah, so the six month follow up was obviously to look at my company at the time, which is called You Move Physiotherapy. Um, and the goal was to, I was all, you know, amped up because after the first recording we did together, I realized I didn't know, I had no idea what my numbers were. I wasn't sure what I was going to, you know, bring to you guys. So at the six month follow up, I had probably a whole page written out of like what my grandmaster plan was, what my bounce rates were, yada, 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 filling that all out. Um, 
So as I'm prepared for this and Urson doesn't show up, Gene kind of simply asks me, are you happy? Do you like what you're doing? Um, which completely threw me for a loop because I was all ready to talk about, you know, my ROI on certain metrics and stuff like that. And I thought about it for a little bit and I, where I was in my life as an individual, I was pretty happy in the Ohio environment, but from the standpoint of my professional career, I realized that I, I wasn't. The kind of being just the sole practitioner within a box um, wasn't what I had envisioned necessarily. What I really wanted was to be basically the owner of a box to implement a different type of you know conglomeration between fitness and physical therapy that looked at programming slightly differently, that looked at fitness and nutrition slightly differently. So, I mean, for lack of better words, I wanted more control over the process, and I didn't feel like I had that. I felt like I was just trying to compete with multiple mindsets within this realm of CrossFit and fitness. So when we started discussing that more and more, I realized, man, maybe this, this isn't where I wanted to be, and this isn't the right track for me to do this by myself. Lo and behold, Gene has the idea of recharge and is looking for somebody to basically do exactly what I was describing. And so all it took for me was to decide, why Columbus, Ohio? Why not somewhere else? And when I got down to it, my description of why I wanted to be there was pretty much similar to any city I would have moved and had built up a network of friends and family around. So at that point, I'm like, okay, it's, it's, I don't really have a great excuse not to do it. Um, I'm early in my career. I think if all it requires me to do is to become part of a founder of a company, is just moving east, you know, six, eight hours, I see that as an opportunity of a lifetime. So jumped on that pretty quick. I think two days later, I told Gene I'm in. I made a pros and cons list, and my cons list was quite low. Lack of cheese was the big thing. Um, but other than that, that's kind of how I ended up there after CSM. Moved on out and been here ever since. When was uh, so CSM is in when? Like November or October? How do you know when CSM is? <laughs> CSM is February. Oh, February! Right, 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 right. Yeah, you can tell I totally go to CSM. <laughs> um, yeah, you're a man of the people, Erson. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's nothing against big, big meetings, but my wife basically says if I have to leave the family once or twice a month. If it's me networking and schmoozing the whole time or making money, which one am I going to do? You know? I usually network teach once a month. Yeah. yeah. Right. One day I'll network and schmooze, people. Schmooze. I love that word. Schmooze. Yeah. <laughs> the schmooze physio. Yeah, that's cheating. Rebranding. Well, that, yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, it's funny that you say that you had a lack of control in your own business where you were the only person in your business, but I totally get that what it's like to work at a gym. I work out of two gyms and you're pretty much, you want to implement all these things and you have all these amazing ideas for trainers or the coaches, but they have to actually implement them. <laughs> yes. Right. Agreed. Yeah. And it wasn't like drastic changes because the CrossFit box I was out of, I think, was doing a really good job. It was just, you know, a little thing of incorporating more of the, the healthcare mindset or like what is the bigger picture of this or little things like that that I think can make the difference of attracting a lot more of the general population rather than kind of people who jump in and it's either a sink or swim mentality. And that's kind of what I saw. Not always the case, but just what I was kind of shooting for and wanted to try to structure it a different way to see if it could work better for other people outside of the box. I think what we see, like when we have these conversations a lot, is um, it, it's so it's it's tempting and it's easy to to get in there, which which is good. There, there's nothing wrong with that approach. I think it is is an important piece to to highlight that. Um, yes, it's a way to start a business, but if, if you want to, if you want to kind of expand and grow to something else, then to kind of integrate it all makes even more sense. Now, not everyone can do that. Obviously we're, we're kind of unique with recharge because we, we do have, we had investors that, to get us going and we had that kind of cash inflow to build something from the start and to really test it out and build it out. Now, I, I promise you it's. This is 
this is a dream scenario for a lot of people. We get that. But even here, you know, it's, it's still a ton of work because we're building something from scratch and making building awareness in the community, but also explaining something that doesn't exist yet. People are so trained and so used to kind of thinking in sections and silos of healthcare and fitness. Like here's healthcare. This is the steps you take to, to go from step step A to step C. Here's fitness. Here's the steps you take. Like when when we introduce this concept of yeah, everything is together, everything works together. It takes people a, a good minute to really process all of this. Like, you mean like you're doing all of it? We're like, yeah, like and. They still feel like different people are jumbled into one center. We're like, no, 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 we're doing all of it. So to, to really to really create a whole new way of thinking and a mindset thing um, is still a lot of work. And, and you know, this is, this is us doing it together versus doing it independently. Right. You mean to say you have healthcare, fitness, and wellness? It's crazy. Crazy thought, right? <laughs> right. So, Gene, your audience is everyone. I remember you saying Every, your audience your audience can't be everyone or your customer can't be everyone. No, it can't. In, in, in targeting the audience, it can't. In, in, in overall aspect, sure. I mean, everyone can benefit from it. But in, in crafting a message, it, it can't be everyone because we, one of the biggest things we're focusing on early going in terms of the CrossFit piece is taking away the intimidation factor because still we'll say, you know, we're physical therapists, we're doctors, uh, we're doing CrossFit. And as soon as people hear CrossFit, you know, their 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 assholes tighten up, um, and that's that's understandable. And we went into that knowing that because people have their preconceptions and misconceptions of it. So we've been we've been working pretty hard in changing the message of what CrossFit is in that it allows people to get fit and challenge themselves, but the whole injury rate thing, the whole intensity piece, it's not true just because you saw some uh, YouTube videos of people doing dumb shit. Uh, so that, you know, we've been working on that as well. And people still feel that. Like the one, the, the most common thing we hear is, yeah, I'm just, I'm not a CrossFit or CrossFit's not for me or I'm not that type of person. Um, which, you know, our response is that, that, that's great sure um we want you to just test it out and see how it feels um so that that's you know that's been a challenge for sure right what other ways are you guys marketing because I, I, you've been doing a lot of different stuff on social media that people may not be aware of so i, I know that you other than the investor model which is different which i, th I think we want to talk about a little bit too um, what other ways are you kind of getting the word out and, and trying to decrease that intimidation factor yeah, so we have a, a couple different themes of kind of digital marketing that we're throwing out there. So one is kind of what Gene alluded to is our demystifying CrossFit. So trying to show that CrossFit isn't just this crazy intense weightlifting thing done every day, but all the benefits that come from it. We're also doing um, a series called Why You Should See a Physio, which is quite literally what it stands for, of the things that we can show, we can help people with that they might not otherwise know. We're also doing a segment on myth busting, which is kind of a 30,000 foot view on health in general and trying to take everyday common myths about uh, health and fitness and how do we bust those and actually bring light to those for our local community. And then last, we're doing a lot of anatomy of movement and technique and hands-on manual therapy type videos for kind of everyday people to see what it is that we do all together in a global way here. So. Hopefully we're reaching kind of slightly different audiences with each piece, all geared towards at, you know, hopefully the local community sees the vast diverse amount of abilities and skills and focus that we have here. Again, it's not just a silo or multiple silos, it's the ability to put it all together. Yeah, I see some of those videos. I really like the, uh, the anatomy ones. Um, but also having, I think having Ryan as the face uh, of the CrossFit portion, in a way, you're just so friendly, and you have that just like the genuine, cheese-filled kind of Midwestern smile. It's like, oh, if he could, if he could do CrossFit, I could do CrossFit, or I would want that guy to coach me. 
that's that's been the goal all along. Right. Very disarming. Smiling. Yes. Allure, yes. Lure them in with a smile, and then see what happens. And the promise of cheese. Mm. No promise. The cheese. cheese. If you do CrossFit, you could have more cheese. Uh, sure. We can go with that. <laughs> Write that down. We'll have to we'll have to test that one out. <laughs> yeah. There's our next marketing plan. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think you know with with the with the marketing, uh, like like anything else, it's we we were actually talking about this a little bit yesterday. It's it's differentiating strategy uh, versus technique or tactic, um, and we we are very much strategy oriented. And it takes time, you know, it takes time and consistency for for people to trust what you're saying. And it's it's the same thing. And we're starting to see some of those returns with um, with the build out. But it, it's it's also creating a strategy in terms of an ecosystem of, of having the parts, It's not just content, it's content, it's it's the website, it's SEO um, and it's a consistent brand that when people go to our Facebook or when people see an ad on Google or when people go to our website, they see this brand consistency and a consistent message that um, that will be further reinforced when they actually come here and see it in person. And once they walk in, they go, OK, yeah, that this makes sense. This is this is very disarming. This is um, kind of a, a high end feel. This is um, this is something that I can be comfortable in, but challenge myself and, and, and really feel that um, that I could put my guard down and, and be vulnerable in in a way to to further because you you have to be vulnerable when you're when you're going after uh, fitness you have to be vulnerable when when you're in pain and you have to trust the practitioner um, so we we want to make sure that consistency stays throughout and then it's it's also connecting with 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 the community being local you know which is the next big thing for us is really getting out there. And doing workshops and doing lunch and learns for corporations um, and, and building that brand awareness as the experts and what we want to do because that that's ultimately what it comes down to is the community trusting you with with their health and wellness that's that's a big thing yeah for sure um, oh, I had a question about in general marketing I saw you guys actually have some PT students but in terms of like the PT side Oh yeah, now I remember our question. What what is the reason? Because I'm always curious as why American PTs choose to choose physio over physical therapy as part of their brand. Like, what's what's the reason for that? I think it's just. I mean, simple play. Uh, it just sounds better. <laughs> like physio sounds much better than physical therapist from that aspect, but. The fact that it's also the global term other than the more local American term, I think just gives more leeway that way. So um, uh, for me, I think it just sounds overall better, is, is plain and simple how I'd look at it. What about you, Gene? Do, do you, what do you think about that, physio versus PT? Um, yeah, a couple things. One, I, I think I, I like the shortened version of physio more than PT. I think it's, it's a lot more, it's a bigger differentiation because when you say PT, some people think physical therapy, some people think uh, chiropractic or um, personal training. Um, I also think when you say physiotherapy, um, you know, because some chiropractors can have physical therapy or they can do physical therapy, which is not the same as seeing a physical therapist, but they can't do physiotherapy. Um, so it's it's a protection of term and uh, yeah, it's, it's a nuance of it. I think it's different and different always sticks out, you know, uh, Again, that, that nuance of, of novelty. Um, so it, it, it's all the above. I think it's, it's, it's unique enough. I think it's, it's mainstream enough. And I think when you, when you talk about it, I'd rather say physio than say PT. Right. When I, it's just when I, say, when I think of physio, I think of I'm teaching in a different country or I'm, I'm talking to a bunch of physios. I think I'm not talking to I'm – I'm speaking in you know, Canada or South America or, or – Anywhere other than the U.S. and the Philippines, because in the Philippines, for some reason, they call themselves PTs as well. Um, and I can I can see that, but it, legally, is there any issues with that? Because like your degree, it says physical therapist, is, is it is an interchangeable term? I believe so. I believe um, with the APTA that physical and physiotherapy is considered okay. interchangeable. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. 
Uh, definitely. I always hashtag them both, though, because, um, you know, you can get the rest of the world with the physiotherapy hashtag and the physio hashtag. Yeah, we so we we say, you know, it's it's physiotherapy, but we're still like if you look at the bio, we still say doctors of physical therapy to make sure that people understand that what our license right. is in. Uh, but, but the all, overall service and the, and the profession, it's an interchangeable mm. term. Have you guys done any local marketing just for patients or is it just, is it for everything as a business? In, in terms of, well, I mean, like there's the PT side, then there's the fitness and wellness side, you uh, know, how basically because we'll have a bunch of PTs or physios listening to this and they would think, well, how are these guys attracting patients as, as opposed to customers or, uh, because there's, they're, they're kind of different things or some people might even see them as different things, even though you would, you would want them to use all the services, not just, not just be seen for pain, but not, not do wellness or fitness. Yeah. I, I think coming at that a, a couple of ways, one, we do have, a few digital marketing tools that are geared towards just strictly physiotherapy. So if you're injured or having pains or stuff like that, that we can be a provider for you. But I think the other aspect of this is, you know, essentially what we came out to do and not silo our physical therapy mindset from the rest of what we do. So we have a few programs right now that involve um, postpartum fitness, that involve strength training for runners, and that involve uh, youth strength training. So we're using a lot of our physical therapy or physiotherapy mindset for those programs, understanding what we've seen on people who have not done a fitness regimen that is programmed out in a way that's beneficial for them, and we've seen them for injury on that side. So we get to be physical therapy promoting almost prevention and wellness on that aspect. So it seems as though we're not maybe directly advertising as physical therapists for physiotherapy, but we are always physical therapists and we're doing the rest of the work. So I think I come at that a couple different ways is that it's not direct physio advertising all the time, but it's always directly being involved with a physiotherapist for whatever program they're coming okay. for. Okay, right. So, so you guys currently only have plans to, to, to have physios working at the practice, but not necessarily strength coaches or some sort of nutritionist or like a, someone who only does mindfulness? This current time, yeah, because right. it's just us two as the physiotherapists. So ideally, the future would be having physiotherapists to also have a specialization in nutrition or specialization in CrossFit coaching or something along those lines. A, a multidimensional PT or physio can be really beneficial in a setting like this because they can have the ability to do multiple things and multiple different programs for some. But the model is it will always be a PT as a point of contact. Not always. I, I think it, a licensed clinician um, is is the ideal. I think we, we want to have a certain level of training and understanding, a depth to, to information. So, uh, uh, you know, physical therapist obviously is always ideal for us because it's, it's our world. Um, but chiropractor, licensed, um, licensed nutritionists, uh, NPs, physicians, all those, um, I think are, are worthwhile as well. Like it's, I think it would be too short sighted and, and, and too kind of segregationist to, to say we're only this or we'll only be this. Um, I think ideally it's, it's like-minded professionals that want to serve the similar purpose, you know, of getting people active and healthy in dealing with pain um, in, in a research science-based approach and understanding pain science and understanding movement and all those things. So as long as, long as they have that depth of knowledge and the ability to connect with patients um, and take away the fear of injury um, and, and have a skill set that, that really supports that, I think we'll, right. we'd be open to that in the future. So, so take me through like a, con- a first day at Recharge. What what? What do you do with the patients and how do you introduce them? If someone just comes in for merely low back pain and they heard you guys were great, but they didn't know you had any, any of these other services, how would that first visit go? Yeah, so if they're coming for strictly physio, um, it's, I think, the ability, one, as they walk in, they get the experience of that this is a different clinic environment than they've ever seen before. 
So walking in, you come through like our social lounge, and then to get back to our physio area, you go through the entire fitness area, which has the turf and the weights and the rubber flooring, et cetera. And then we work you into our called mindset area room where we sit down and actually have a chat with you before we even get involved in any of the evaluation stuff. So that way we get the chance to address everything they're thinking. So from the get-go, from purely the experience standpoint, they get to see, wow, this is, this is much more than I just thought about you know, what physical therapy is or what physiotherapy is. So from that point, we get to start to have that conversation a little bit differently than I think most clinicians do because the experience is geared towards allowing them to feel that they have uh, trust with us and that there's some vulnerability. So um, from that aspect, we get to be able to have those specific conversations about their health, about their well-being, and tie that into the overall evaluation of their low back pain. Um, and see, can we make this a bigger plan for the rest of their life and health and go from there? So I guess that would be kind of the first step basis if we had just a strict patient coming in. That the experience, the conversation gets to be more detailed and centered around their overall health and well-being, while at the same time we're able to evaluate them as a physical therapist. That's cool. Um... What's the so? What's in the social lounge? The best ping pong table in the world. <laughs> oh man, I am awesome. I am there. I mean, I just have to fulfill that. Eight. Got a big ass TV, ping pong, a little sitting area with some mm. some reading material. We got a tree inside, Urson. A tree inside. A tree Whoa. inside. We have plants and trees and. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's a magical world. It's just the magical world inside. <laughs> oh, I need to do some Google Street View. Do you have three hundred and sixty? You have three hundred and sixty photos. We don't. We don't yet, but we have plenty. <sighs> we have plenty of video and photos. Or you can just come visit all over the internet. Right, I've seen those. I I plan <laughs> on it if uh, the next time Recharge hosts me. February third. February third, two thousand eighteen. You heard it. You heard it here first. Exclusive. Exclusive. Right. That's also. Uh, yeah. I will so be that, turning forty-three around that time. Crazy. Wow, you're old. Um, <laughs> we... Twice as old as Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frantically checking our schedule now to make sure we actually don't have anything. We have. We have. Um, you know, once we announced Recharge um, and Hoka CrossFit, we had a ton of just excitement and interest from the health and fitness community. Um, so we, you know, we already have courses scheduled. We have uh, John Russin coming in in August. We have Jeff Moore coming in December. Um, Anthony Lowe's coming in July. Ryan, right? Yep, end of July. End of July, and you you coming in February? So. You know, we, we want to encourage like the best of the best coming through here to teach courses uh, for clinicians, but also for the community and, and fitness, uh, because, you know, our, our whole um, our whole mindset with with um, competition is that, you know, we're confident in what we do and we would love to get other people in and train them to to kind of in, in, incorporate some of this into their practices as well, because we, we feel like there's plenty of people in our community and, and you know, in the town that we're in, there's like 3000 people within um, a quarter mile radius and within a mile radius, there's like 50,000 people, something like that. So it, it, there's enough people to, to, to go around to help. Um, so we, we want to push that even more that it doesn't have to be cutthroat and you don't have to live in your little, you know, silo to, to take our, 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 our concept of having everything inside of breaking down the silos, you know, we should be thinking that way outside as well with, um, with our, with our community of professionals. Right. People always talk about how we can make it work in an age of decreased visits and decreased reimbursement and cash base isn't, isn't the only thing. I mean, and we've always, we've talked about it many times. It's just diversifying, your offerings and uh there's certainly certainly enough patients to go around for everyone and i think it is a healthier way to look at everyone as colleagues rather than competition even though competition is good 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we have we have unique unique setup that some people can't do in other clinics. You know, we have a turf, we have a space to do kind of sports type of uh, training and physical therapy that other just strict orthopedic places might not have, um, and vice versa. You know, we don't really we we're not catered towards Medicare patients. Um, so if, if a Medicare patient calls, we can just refer them to another physical therapy clinic in the area that is better suited for them. Um, and vice versa, if, if a CrossFitter comes into uh, a PT clinic um, or if somebody wants to do CrossFit instead of just kind of, um, you know, kind of turning their nose up at, at CrossFit because they don't really understand it, they could say, oh, hey, you know, there's, there's a, a place that's that has CrossFit that's run by PTs and, and it, it just facilitates movement and facilitates um, a, a an encouraging community of, of healthcare professionals and, and fitness professionals instead of just kind of living in your own little hole. Awesome. So um, the investor model I'm interested in because that, that is also something that a startup would consider, obviously, but PT clinics or even fitness uh, facilities in general uh, don't think of it in a way that maybe the tech world would or just a traditional business. Tell, tell us about um, why you came up with that and how that worked out for you. Well, they do. They, they do. Investors do look at it that way. I know investors um, do, but I'm, and if you, businesses if, don't. Like a PT clinic, someone who wants to go cash-based, they're just like, I'm just going to go do this and talk to a bunch of gyms and hope that it works. I mean, from your side, not the investor side. Well, we look at it as a business versus a job that you own, right? That That's the biggest difference. Most cash-based clinics, uh, you rent a space and you're essentially working for yourself. Um, it's still a job. It's just you're working cash-based. Uh, we're looking at it more as a business approach. So we're looking at this center as kind of like the beta center to test out, get some systems in place, um, make some mistakes, make some, you know, get some wins and then see what, what worked. Uh, and then to open up another one and another one and eventually franchise it and then, uh, you know, create an opportunity for young PTs to buy in and, and really run it as their own as a franchise model. So that's, that's the goal. And if you look at investors, I mean, they're, they're very excited about physical therapy. They're very excited about, um, that kind of model of, of health and fitness. Um, so we, you know, we reached out to a couple that we knew and they were interested in, in the model and, and our plan for it. And, uh, yeah, they, they signed on. And, um, so it gave us, gave us an opportunity to kind of, uh, to do, to do it how we, how we saw fit via, via building it out as that test center in, in, in the hopes of growing over the next kind of 18 to 24 months and getting a couple more opened up. Do you want to do it locally, nationally, everywhere around the world? Like it w- Pinky, you know, take over the world. Um, it started out locally. I mean, it makes the most sense to kind of do a trifecta within a certain area. So do three fairly locally, at least on the East Coast, and then spread over. Um, so Ben, you know, our friend Ben Fung, he's our CFO and a partner as well. Uh, so it makes sense to look at San Diego after that and maybe Texas around Austin where it's a you know tech hub and um, a big population. But it, it all depends on, on the market. Right. Well, I am excited to visit. Yeah. Excited to oh, have you. It might even be before February, but February so far would be the official. We've come a long way since the Garage Series. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. So, Ryan, I want to know, like, since since we since we last talked in the podcast, when you had your your startup, um, what what's been your journey like? What what's been your mindset, and from from there to here, what's been like some of the positives, some negative, and some challenges that you've experienced as as a fairly young grad and business owner? Yeah, so well, it's been almost a year since we actually had recorded this. So I mean, obviously a ton has changed, but the journey itself has been uh, eye-opening in a few ways. One that I never, well, actually, I underestimated what it was like to have a team go together in a business um, or in any venture, really, compared to just yourself. Um, by yourself, you know, it's looked at as the hustle and grind. It's looked at as your entrepreneurial. Um, 
which yeah it can be but you're also missing out on so much other perspective on everything and I think I was missing a lot of that when I was starting up you move and I didn't realize how much I was missing it until I got into partnership with you and Ben and was able to attack a lot of different problems and issues from a three different perspectives which I never would have been able to do so by myself so from that aspect I completely undervalued the benefit of a team um, as far as professionally growing, I think this has been an amazing first year that I don't know many other people can say they've done. Um, besides just working with you guys and understanding how to you know, literally run a business from the ground up and all that entails of getting the build out, um, getting the facility, getting programs initiated. I've also been, you know, had the benefit of working as a faculty member of the Institute of Clinical Excellence with Jeff and Mitch Babcock and I teach a course called Clinical Management of Fitness Athlete. And from not being able to see a high volume of patients in my first year because of one, I was cash based in Columbus and coming here and starting that up, I found that I've, I've learned so much from being able to teach people in that course. Um, you know, I, there's always that saying, you'll learn more from trying to teach than you will just trying to learn by yourself. And I think that's been the case that I, I've been trying to create and craft this framework for people to teach them and in the meantime I've been learning so much from the feedback from them and what I do by myself so I've been able to craft uh, professionally my own skills without having to be boggled down by a high volume and I think that's been really beneficial for me which is usually looked at the other way where like you need all this experience you need all this volume and for me it's been really a quality of level of reflection back on my own professional skills on my business skills and on my entrepreneurial skills and what I might have been lacking without having a team in that aspect. So that's been the real big shift of mindset of not trying to throw everything on my own shoulders but being able to craft it from utilizing multiple perspectives as both a teacher, as a coach, and a physical therapist to kind of get me to where I'm at now. Um, that and you know, learning to live <laughs> on a budget and being conscious of financial independence and how important that is to me now. I think has allowed me to feel comfortable trying to reach out and do some things where other people might get really intimidated by the idea of debt or not having a set salary income from day one of graduation. Once you get comfortable with that, you realize you can solve a lot of issues in your own life uh, and do some things you really Yeah, budgeting and weighing risk versus reward is a huge thing, but it sounds like you got all the pieces in place in terms of quantity, quality, and mentoring. I mean, those are three huge things. And, you know, what I what I had to tell people for years is sometimes beggars can't be choosers for their first job, depending on the, the risk and, and the rewards. But uh, if you're able to make it work, and you, could, you can handle the risks and the stress of it, uh, the rewards will eventually come. Right, Gene? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Consistency leads to rewards. Mm -hmm. I, I laughed at that because I feel like I haven't, ever since I graduated, I haven't worked a job I didn't want to do. So I've been fortunate, I think, in that aspect. Yeah, you're lucky. I, I don't think uh, Gene and I can say that. <laughs> I mean, I was happy in my other clinic. It just it wasn't my own clinic. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, had, I, had a, I had a great first first career, for I mean, first job. I really liked the environment and learned a lot and, and God knows they put up with me and my growing pains of being, you know, an egotistic asshole. Um, so that, that was good for me to work through um, on them. Um, and, and most of them still speak to me. So that's, that's fantastic. Oh, they still speak to you, uh, actually. But yeah, they don't speak. They still speak to me. My, uh, my former, on Facebook, not in my My former employers, basically, when I went off on my own, they, they, gave, they issued a decree that said no one was allowed to tell any patient where Urson went. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Um, so yeah, it's been, it, it's always great to have, have those journeys and um, it, it's, it's never easy. Like this stuff, this stuff is never easy, regardless of, of how well it's set up. It's, it, it takes time, it takes tenacity. And I think I told Ryan this, I'm pretty sure I told him, like one of the things that attracted me to him, to, you know, that he would be a good fit is I think his tolerance for pain is that seeing what he'd been through and, and knowing him for a couple of years, um, I saw in him the ability to endure, which uh, which is a big skill, especially in, in bringing on a partner and and in hiring is in an early stage startup and early stage business. You need people like that with the with the ability to endure 
And that, that, that is a skill. That is a skill that, that comes with experience, that, that comes with a certain type of history. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite questions of all time for job interviews is tell me about your work history. Tell me about when you were a teenager. What, what did you do? And um, if, if PT is their first job, I'm a little bit hesitant. Actually, I'm a lot bit hesitant. Right, because you, you never had to endure in a way. You never had that risk. And you, it's, not the way, it's not that we're judging, but it, it, it would be hard to be thrown into it. And you know, it is why what we say at UpDoc Media when people always ask, hey, should I go into business for myself? We can't tell you whether you should, right? Exactly. But we can help you do it. Exactly. I should check and see, yeah, check and see if they work at a packaging plant in Wisconsin for a couple summers or, <laughs> you know, work at Jimmy John's and try to manage that for a while. See, all the little things I never thought mattered ended up mattering in the end. Yeah, he loves Jimmy John's, Erson. He just, he will not Dude, shut they're up good. Like, once, once you see the process, you're like, you know, that's really well run. And you know, the food's pretty good. Is that, I, I forget what that is, because we don't have that in New York. Is that pizza? What is it? Yeah. Sub shop. Subs, okay, okay. Subs. Uh, nothing's as good as Wegman subs. The Wegmans subs, anyway. So good, Ryan has not been to Wegmans yet. I've been minute, pushing him. Wegmans we're like, we're like three have, freaking oh miles gosh. from Wegmans, Erson. Three miles from Wegmans. Our local community grocery store, which I can bike to and pick up all my groceries, is just sufficient for it is every, a nice, all it my is daily a nice grocery store. It is a nice local grocery store. We have, we have been supporting our local community um, a lot. But right, but, it's, it's but when people come to visit, it's, Wegmans it's is like where you t- is one of the places you take them to show how awesome your life is. Yeah. Like this is what you're missing by not having Wegmans. Exactly, exactly, and, and we're we're so spoiled. Like where we are, it's 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 a very, um, it, it's suburban, but it, it's it's a high end suburban area. So we have like everything that we ever wanted. And we're like we're we're only. We're a bit less than 10 miles from the airport as well. So, like, when people come visit, we're really close. So, it's really ideal for courses. But it's everything. Like, you come here, anything you thought of is probably within, See, like, a five-mile when you attend a course at Recharge, you could also have everything you would ever want or need within 10 miles. Everything. If you've thought it, if you've seen it on TV somewhere, chances are it's within Hopefully, Amazon won't buy it because they are on a buying <laughs> spree. Yeah, Whole Foods is is about two miles from us, too. You have Whole Foods and Wegmans? Wow, that's nuts. Whole Foods and Wegmans. Yep. It's like the number one and two chain, or one in, yeah, number one and two grocery stores in the entire United we, States. We actually have, like, one of the first and only expanded Whole Foods here, like one of the next generation Whole Foods that they built out, where they tested, um, like, a cafe and all kinds of food stuff. Like, they, they tried to, like, mini Wegmans it. Ah, and it didn't work? Oh, it works. People oh, love okay. it. Yeah, it's awesome. Right. This is the part where people are like, "All right, enough of this." Yeah, here they go again, <laughs> chabbering about Wegmans. Um, hey, at least all it's right. not Star Wars. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Although I saw Wonder Woman, and that was incredible. Yeah, I know. Amazing. We'll see if it's as good as Captain America movies. We'll see. Speaking, speaking that that was one of our um, team building outings for Recharge. We went to see Wonder Woman. Awesome. Wait a minute. We them powered. Is anything coming out around? No. See, I originally wanted to come down in November because that's when Justice League is coming out. What's coming out in February? Anything? I guess it's just going to have to be crab cakes and beer. Which is, sure. which is not, which is not, not a, a, bad a really bad consolidation not, prize. Not yeah. Bad thing at all. Yeah. It's kind of a negative tone you had towards well, it. Well, exactly. I just try to do this around movies, too. Well, by then, Justice League probably will come out on, on Blu-ray, so we'll just... We'll just rent it and watch it because right. we have a big ass screen in our lounge. Yeah. Well, I have an awesome short throw projector I bring with me. So I told short you throw projector. projector. Perfect. I like it. All right. Well, I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been real. I actually I have an appointment now. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming, Arson. Yeah. Thanks for visiting us at Recharge. I, I don't know what kind of um, business opportunity I just squandered for Ryan by showing up for this podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. Yeah, I know. I'm glad. I, I'm glad to have been a catalyst because my, one of my dogs 
was throwing up or when my kids was sick, whatever happened at that time. Yeah, your dog was pooping everywhere, I believe. Oh, gosh. Now now one of them's in diapers. So sad. <laughs> no, I have kids in diapers, but no, one of my dogs is wearing a diaper now. Seriously? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. The end of the end of life cycle for a dog is sad. It's sad. Yeah. Poor dog. Well, on a brighter note, <laughs> Ryan, thanks for listening. Thanks for chatting. I'm going to need to yeah. schedule a mindfulness consult with Ryan when I talk. He's in the mindfulness when I talk about my dog doing this podcast. Oh, he is. He's just all zen. That's right. Full totally aware of everything going on in his body. That's right. Such an awesome room, person. When you get in there, you'll, you'll understand. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, if um, if any of our listeners want to learn more, head over to rechargexfit.com. Um, also, same handle on Facebook and Twitter. We're not on Twitter as much for, for Recharge, but um, the IGs, Instagram, we post a ton. Um, and always, as always, reach out to, um, to us on, on the Twitters at Therapy Insiders, at the OMPT, and Ryan, what's your Twitter? Uh, at Ryan Smith underscore DPT. There you go. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you again next week on Therapy Insiders podcast from UpDoc Media.